it's all for you. Yeah. We gon' pop a couple bottles tonight. Yeah, you know how we do. All these ladies in the club, but you know I'm getting funky with you. Hard. And let me peek, bro. Let me peek. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just oh, yeah. stupid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yo. Oh yeah. <laughs> In King James version, it would be. Oh yes. Oh yes. That sounds like a little Irish. Too. Oh yes. Hear thee. Hear thee. <laughs> This is you. It just smells so good, bro. Already know. What time? It is. You blew it right in my face. 904. It is I'm time for <laughs> South Florida's favorite sports podcast. You make this intro. It's about to be a minute in of you just saying the first. And sentence. this sports podcast, ladies and gentlemen, can only go by one name. These nuts. Close. But we're talking about boss. Nuts. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> what top is it? It's not on phone. It's about that time. It's time for a sports podcast. <laughs> we're here. We're here. We're here. That's we're right, here. everybody. This is a yeah, yeah. This is Ball Sports Podcast. Welcome to the podcast with balls about balls. It's all about yes, it pure is. balls. Balls. Pure balls. There's no balls, balls. in wrestling. I'm gonna put that. Yes, up. there is. There's balls and paws all in wrestling. There's yeah. There's Basically. balls in their tights. Pure pure balls. What? <laughs> there's no like what balls. Am I lying? This might be the last. We didn't define time. You see me? On, oh, you can't see me. It'll be last time. <laughs> Before y'all forget, this is an audio medium. This is episode 32. I just want to put out there when Shaq came to Miami, he was number Shaq, 32. <laughs> You so you were just ready. I didn't want nobody to take it. The Maurice Jones Drew episode. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Dr. J when he played for the ABA. I got some names. Marcus Allen. Yes. He's a raider. Franco Harris. Okay, okay. Let's see what else you got. Ah. Two more big ones from back from back in the day. Kevin McHale. Played for the Boston Celtics. NFL players, number 32, OJ Simpson. Yes. And my homeboy Quan was on JV with 32. One more. (laughs) One more (laughs) running back. Arguably, he's arguably one of the best. Jim Brown. Yes. Listen to me, cuz. Look, I took a nap today. Current 32s in the league. We got uh, Kenyon Drake. These niggas swear... That they don't research this stuff before. Oh, I do. No, 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 I no, do. No, no, I never no, no, said no, that. No, I got a no, list. No, don't try me. I no, research. I no, no, no. I knew those 32s. Well, I, I researched. Five slap five. Because I don't know no numbers. Prove it. Okay. <laughs> How? How? I might have to come back. <laughs> I might have How? to come back next week for Larry. So we can't. Larry Legend. Ooh. Larry Bird. You got these crackers. <laughs> Go ahead. That's my last Hey, week. listen for the for the Larry, Larry Bird is the same show, for the man. record. Buddha is definitely white. Yeah, the guys. Yeah, we gotta make people understand that Larry Bird is one of like five white people that I trust. Buddha right. thinks he's white. So Buddha's listen, got Villa Lago. So we, <laughs> so we got Kenyon Drake from Miami, Jaquiz Rogers from Tampa Bay, Spencer Ware from Kansas City, and then defensively we got Kenny Vaccaro. Eric Weddle and Devin McCourty. 
we're forgetting about Edrin James. Oh. oh. No. Wait. Edrin James is... Is he like 29? Yeah, we did that in one of our previous episodes, Edrin James. Edrin James. Look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he wore 28. I don't even know how to spell Edrin James. Was it Joseph Fadai 29? Edrin James gotta be 32. He might be. He gotta be. Uh, what else would he 32 be? 32 years old. Bitch. <laughs> I could be wrong. Though. He can't be 32. No, he is 32. Nah, he's definitely 32. He's 32 I feel like. Who did we, who'd we say a couple episodes ago? Eric Dickerson? Joseph Adai? No, he's 32 of years of age. No, he's no, number, he's number 32. 32. Yeah. Give it to me while I spaz. He has his phone in his hand, ladies and gentlemen, you with sh- Google on it. Usually. That's hilarious. <laughs> OJ Mayo was 32 when he played Ooh, for the Grizzlies. He trashed him. He trashed. He smoked LeBron James. Too. LeBron James wore. <laughs> he smoked LeBron, LeBron, LeBron James wore number 32 during the McDonald's High School All-Star Classic. LeBron James. That's tragic. You wore number thirty. Oh, you, yeah. you wore number thirty-two a little bit in high school. We're too. being we're being really rude. Uh, we have a guest with us today. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So let's keep going. Um, oh, damn, Joe. So, Joe's in the building. Joe, say hi. Just hi. kidding. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't cut you off anymore. Go ahead, bro. Ah, you see how frustrating this shit is. Right on your contract. Bro. Go your contract for it, bro. was like four words, like every five. Ah, oh, oh, here too. That's too many words. Hey, um, D, do you want to say something? Yell something, D. No, 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 no. <laughs> you need to like yell it, bro. Like yell it, yell it so the crowd can hear you. Hi. There you go, there you ladies go. and gentlemen. Join the white. We got so tired supported. of all the shout outs. We figured we had to come. Right. Oh, true. Jim came for a shout out. Oh, yeah. We, oh, we got a shout out, Joe. Oh yeah, we came and we invited y'all here <laughs> so we could discuss this beef. That you have with me on this show. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. It's a trap. <laughs> okay. It's a trap. My name's been getting tossed around on this show. <laughs> and the review always it's negative. You, it's because you, it's cause you name. cuss so fucking much, bro. I need you to say something now. <laughs> You're here to see it. This is who be cussing. Well, you watch your fucking mouth, man. <laughs> yeah, seriously, bro. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what? Dirty fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Oh, shit! Yeah, man. So, you know, we just want to before we even get started, we got to shout out to the dozens and dozens of fans (laughs) that come out and support. Of this wonderful show. Wait, come on support. Where do they? Where do you even come? I mean, out? they got to They got to do extra, man. On they the gotta... ride up, D was like, "Do they have a lot of people that listen to this?" And I was like, "They have dozens." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Why do you say it like that?" <laughs> Lit. Let's get it popping. All right, so let's start things off. Um, what are we starting it off with? Yo, all right, the NFL. The N F. That should get annoying. It does. The N A. 32 times and F-A- it doesn't get any easier to listen to. <laughs> LA. Bro, why you put this pepper by my nose? You don't. Nipple. 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 God, my bad, bro. I sneezed all over you. My mm. fault. Get the snot off you, bro. You're disgusting. Can you rub it on Joe, please? Thanks. Here, no, please don't. I'm. S- all right. Continue. Um, you know, I hope. I hope we don't. To have some kind of curse uh, amongst us because you know last week we talked about Des Bryant and the year he was about to have with the Cowboys, and two days later he got he's cut. Des, 
What was it? <laughs> <laughs> I know Dez was. I know Dez was fashy. Hurt. Yeah. Wasn't Dez he working was with To too? Not nah. To. He was working with um David Robinson. It was like this yeah. wide. Julio's receiver. working with To. Oh, Julio's working with Julio. Yeah, Julio okay. about to come back. Monsters. Um. So, I mean, I think I'm not really necessarily surprised that they cut him. I mean, it was going to happen at some point. The money. But, yeah. But, it, but the thing is, and not to cut you off, I apologize. They said that... Yeah, you should be sorry. Shut up. <laughs> they said that... Well, not they. He said that he would have been willing to take the pay cut if they even brought it up. So they just flat out just cut him. Like, it wasn't no conversation like, hey, are you willing to go from, like, 20 to 12? Right. They're just like, yeah, but, uh, um, yeah. I mean, I don't see... <clears throat> Oh, okay. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, I'm not really interested in you know talking about why he got cut or everything behind that. I think we all kind of know that. I'm it's more interested fault. in where do y'all think where do y'all think he lands? The New England. Okay, where do y'all really Patriots. think he lands though? Okay, he'll, he'll devastate. Um, he's gonna go to the Cleveland Browns. I think his personality is too. I don't think his personality matches with the. Uh, 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 the Patriots. I said what I said. Cleveland Browns. You think Cleveland's going to get it? He's going to wait for Odell to clear and then go to the Giants. Yeah. Or he ain't going to go to there. He ain't going to go to the same team. You guys don't think How that the Browns they, are they, set they at wide receiver? Odell? He ain't going to go to the same team. I don't see him making more than $10 million a year, to be honest. Here's at this why. Point, at this point in his career, at, at wide right, receiver, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about schemes real quick. Let's talk about schemes and potentialities, right? Here's why Odell and Dez could work. Odell started getting hurt when they took him away from the vertical play, right? And the reason they took him away from the vertical play is because they lost that tight end that they had that was spazzing a couple years ago, and they needed more interior play, more slants, more posts, and they took him away from the fades and everything else that he was good for. And they started cutting his slant short, too. If you realize if they were away well if they were to the boundary meaning like if they were on the hash mark that was inside of the uh the hash mark that is closest to the um sideline mm-hmm. they would hit the slant closer to the middle of the field instead of letting Odell run his route fully to catch it kind of in the pocket mm-hmm. and kind of create something right because they, they needed quick yards they needed good hands that's exactly how he got injured was on the same play so when you got a guy who is physical, who in a sense has lost a step, you now got you an intermediate threat that opens up that vertical game. Because if you got Odell and you got Dez lined up on the same side of the ball, and you've got Dez in the slot, and you have him running the seam route, or you have him running that slant, and you got Odell over top, that's a problem. And you can even reverse it if you want to. Because now you're giving Odell the opportunity to actually run a seam route, which he hasn't been able to run in quite some time. Yeah. Um, so it, it could work potentially, yeah. but I, I don't. It only think. works if they both go to the Browns. No, I, I feel you. But listen, <laughs> I was um, I was listening to Chris Sims talk about it today, actually. And shout out to Chris Sims who never made, listens to the show. By the way, right? He made it. He made a good point, and he Corpus was saying a great a great fit for him. Don't Chris Sims like a little dolphin? No. What? <laughs> nah. Um. Said that he would be a good fit on the Baltimore Ravens. Reason being, waste that man talent over there. He wouldn't be wasting his talent because if there's one thing Flacco is good for, 
because they don't have really receivers that can separate like that, is he'll put it on the back corner and trust the hands. Like, they got Crabtree there now, and, and Crabtree's very similar to Des in that how, at this point in their careers, they're not separating from anybody. But you're going to throw them that ball, put it on the back corner, and they're going to go up and get it. So you face these niggas, it's about that life, and they pick that off. Who in the who in the AFC North is that elite, though? Joe Hayden. That's what, one, but is what, what, it, isn't he teams, coming off an injury? What teams in the AFC North? Steelers, Browns, Browns Ravens, Ravens. Who's that last team? Steelers, Bengals. Browns, Ravens, Bengals. None of them have corners like that. They don't have elite <laughs> corners though. None of those teams. I think they got corners athletic enough to where they could make a player too. On defense, how you? Yeah, mean, but I mean, if, I, if I'm throwing Browns up a fifty-fifty ball to either Browns one of them, got, I'm trusting the receiver. Browns over. got DBs, but that's against that's what Browns any team. got young DBs though. That's them boys. Them boys was fast at the end of the year. But that's with any team. Yeah, with the most any. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to use that as my basis as to why he should slide because. No, I'm, but I'm just wrong. saying he would be. I'm just saying he said it'd be a good fit there, and I can see that. You know, I can see that play happening, but how they're going to get to that play is is a is what I don't understand. I mean, there's a. I think there's a plethora of teams that he could actually fit with. The Raiders. I don't think Raiders would pick him up. Even though no, I don't think nice so. Player. Yeah, we, got, we need a number two receiver. You we got don't the, need him in Philly. You got the Lions. Y'all Shout need out. him in Philly. <laughs> I said we don't need him. Uh, I was about to say y'all really don't. <laughs> even though he wants, even though he said he wants to stay in the NFC. He wants to play them twice a year. He said he, he yeah, left the I, I just don't he see left it. the building saying I'm gonna see y'all twice. A year. I just don't see it happening unless he goes to the Redskins. He, he could go to the Redskins. Though. Yeah, but why can't he go to the Giants? Why can't he go? Why can't he go to Lions and Tigers and Bears? But I'm scared of loving you. <laughs> You're trash. You know what's crazy when you crack yourself up? That's the craziest shit. That joke was funny, bro. Whatever. I got time for y'all. Listen, you realistically could go to the Lions or the Bears. Is there even I was waiting for you to say the, the, Tigers. the Bengals. The Bengals are technically Tigers. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Him and AJ Green, that would be a nice little combo. Oh, actually, <laughs> say the NBA. <laughs> the no, we're not there yet. I, I actually wasn't going to do it. I know, Calm down. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop micromanaging the show, okay? Right. My goodness. You don't even have an agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, Buddha did not create an agenda for this show. That's why That's we crazy are we how are. there's three people on this show, but I'm the one who has to make the agenda. You decided to. That's your responsibility. Oh, he's passed. All right. He got a full of I'm really about to not make an agenda anymore now. Oh, don't do <laughs> just, that. Just to be petty. Well, I wouldn't do it. It's your thing. We need it's it. It's really not my thing. And it's fucked. Hey, it you know... Nels asked me one week if I could put together an agenda. I did. did. And it became a thing that because I do from now mi- on. It Listen. keeps the show going. Those who warm up was want to find me. And we have listeners. If we had an agenda, we'd already be on to the next shit. Listen, I just want to let you know. Like, you know that episode of SpongeBob where SpongeBob said he didn't need the water? I don't watch SpongeBob. It's the equivalent of us saying we need the agenda. We need it. That meant nothing to me. I don't watch SpongeBob. Agenda. Need it. Agenda. What's next, Buddha? Agenda. I don't know. 
Well, there's no agenda. I don't know. Damn, that's crazy. Listen, thanks everybody for listening. Um, during we're just gonna. This have is what the music plays. It's up to you guys. We could talk either about Colin Kaepernick and Adidas. Um, I'm tired of talking about Colin Kaepernick. Right? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, listen. Okay, look. That's fair. One thing that's to fair. say. One thing to say about that though is that's promising. Yeah, that's promising. That's promising. They need him to get on a team. They, yeah, that's, that's promising because a team might look at that. That's still good endorsement. And it Goodell is. got deposed today. Who? Goodell. Goodell got deposed mm-hmm. on the Kaepernick thing. Yeah, that was today. He spent the entire morning in a meeting, uh, and uh, Kaepernick sat in on it. <sighs> Say some shit. With Listen. the afro picked out, the pick still in his hair and everything. Thursday, the new NFL schedule comes out. Just wanted to throw that out there. Good. I've been I'm waiting. So excited. It doesn't I'm matter. So Philly excited. back to back. And back I just what? can't hide it. Super Bowl. We back, won last year, right? Back to back. I know, I know, I know, jerseys? I know, I know, I want <laughs> you. You're going to wear the same jersey twice in a row? Back to back. Nah, they're going to beat New England again in nah, the Super Bowl. That's cool. I'm perfectly fine with that. We owed y'all that one. I mean, to be honest with you, I've y'all seen... Y'all really did. I've seen my team lose more Super Bowls than you guys have won. So, I can, I can sit there and be sorry However, I'm just glad we got one. <laughs> I used to argue with Cowboys fans, and they used to always be like, well, Eagles ain't got no Super Bowls. Well, now we got one, and I was alive to see it. Wasn't alive That's for any true. of the Cowboys. Well, hey. I'm... Is I might the have NFC, been. You were alive for, but I wasn't aware of is the my NF- surroundings. Is the <laughs> NFC is the NFC East the only um, division now where every team has won a Super Bowl? NFC East, mm-hmm. sir. I'm gonna need you to think about it because Redskins have a couple. Mm-hmm. Eagles got one. Cowboys got five. Mm-hmm. And and who am I missing? The Giants got Giants, three. Yeah, they beat mm-hmm. Patriots as well. <clears throat> Hmm. We know who they beat. <laughs> I think they, I think they might be the only division. I think they're the only division. That's crazy. We beat McNabb. We know that matter. Y'all sure did. And it hurt to you. Well, hold on, hold on. We beat McNabb. NFC Let's go through, go through the divisions real quick. Okay, so NFC East, we already got that. And that was never South, the same after that. That is the Falcons. They Saints. don't have one. Nope, Falcons don't. So we, that's, that's already dead. Already. NFC North, Vikings don't have one. Okay, that's, that's dead. dead. NFC West. Cardinals don't have one. The that's Vikings, okay. if they would have got that opportunity to play in the Super Bowl, that would have been in their own city. That would have been so. That would have been lit. That was a great story. Y'all. And then AFC, AFC East, Bills don't have one. That's dead. That's dead. AFC nigga, South, nigga. Jaguars. That's dead. Patriots got all of them. AFC, AFC North, <laughs> Bengals. That's dead. Uh, AFC West, Chargers. That's Chargers dead. don't have one. Okay, I was trying to think yeah. who in the AFC West didn't have one. Oh really? Who who's there? That's Chiefs. They got one, right? That's right. what I'm I was trying Chiefs, to think. Chiefs I, got one. They won Super Bowl... It was a long time ago. Four, I, five. I know it was either them or the Chargers. I know they didn't have one. They won Super Bowl three. Okay. They won Super Bowl three. Gotcha. Oh, no, they didn't. That's the Jets. They won Super Bowl four or five. One of them. Like I said before. Okay. Um, so the Chiefs, the, they got one. Raiders got a couple. We got three. Uh, who are we missing over Broncos. there? Oh, yeah. Broncos, Broncos got, got three. a couple, too. Dang. 
So the outlier over there is the Chargers. Chargers, Chargers yeah. been the one Super Bowl. They've been the redheaded <laughs> stepchild of the division the whole. They time. lost. They lost to the 49 Forty Niners. Forty Niners. Okay. Actually, <laughs> okay. actually, low key. Bills was running things early nineties. They went to four. This millennium, years. I agree. Yeah. 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 Patriots yeah, kind of yeah. own the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the past decade, Daddy, yeah. Daddy Tom. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm low key like, I'm well, low key like, lowering my my level of trash talking because I know right. it's only a matter of time. Well, not speaking, listen. Well, speaking of the Patriots, I'm still be able to talk shit. I'm gonna be able to talk shit while they trash. I want to ask. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> well, how many rings you got? Speaking of the speaking of the Patriots, I want to get I want to get um your, the Patriot fans' opinion on this, like a genuine answer. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's your concern uh, about the fact that Gronk is skipping all the workouts because he's still considering retirement at this point? Dylan can answer first if he wants to. 1 to 10? Yeah. Okay, like, one, 1 being not concerned at all, 10 being um, very concerned. Mm-hmm. I'd say... <clears throat> out of 7, 6... So you're, so you're kind of getting you're kind of getting a little worried about it. I'm not worried about it. It's like it's not like even I'm worried. Like if he doesn't play, the reason it's making me worried about it because if he doesn't play, if he chooses to retire, we let go of a lot for us to not have him. Yeah. So that'll be the only thing I worry about. I'm not worrying about are we gonna win enough games to get to a championship game? I think we're gonna be able to do that regardless. But. I wouldn't put us like at the top of about to win the Super Bowl if he doesn't play and we don't pick up anybody. <clears throat> I feel you. So I'll um, six. My my concern is about a four. Damn. And 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 only reason why it's so about fuck, a, so fuck Gronk, huh? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not even so much. It's not even so much <laughs> like forget about him. It's just at the end of the day, yeah, like man. Gronk for the most part got a good portion of his juice because of those those schemes on offense. The way that they utilize him. Am I going to say any other team wouldn't utilize him the same? I'm pretty sure. I just know that if there's any team in the league that knows what to do with tight ends, it's the Patriots. It's Belichick. Belichick has done this time and time and time and time again. Now, the reason why I say this is because this draft is a very tight end heavy draft. It's a lot of good tight ends that is coming out on this draft. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, if if we were able to do it with Gronk and other tight ends prior to him and tight ends after him, then I feel like we can do the same thing with another tight end. I think that at the end of the day, what, what Gronk is trying to do, me personally, as a fan, I think that he's trying to see his worth. That's what I think. I think he's trying to see, like, what happens if I pull this stunt? Am I, am I going to get the same kind of attention that a big name tight end or receiver would for taking this time off. Gronk, I'll get your ass. <clears throat> would you say <laughs> Gronk is easily the best tight end in the league right now? Best tight end in the league? Yes. Yes, sir. He's not the most athletic, but yeah, he's the best. Yeah. But and this it- is but this is because I believe if 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 the numbers serve correctly, he's also the most used Tight end yeah. in the league I think, also. I think the most athletic is uh Travis Kelsey, probably. I would I would say Travis Kelsey and Jimmy Graham. Oh yeah, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy too. Graham is yeah, a beast. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy but, Graham fool. But I think yeah, but but 
I mean, if we look at like targets and catches and everything else, I mean, Gronk was definitely the staple of that Patriot offense. True. He definitely was. I mean, he's he was the number one receiver. And you really think they could just like replace him with a rookie? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they can. Because watch me get that rookie that jumped that for, that forty-one inch bird ass nigga. That's another. <laughs> let me let me ask you. But this draft class is. Unhumanly athletic, like this shit is retarded. There's a lot of freaks. There's a lot of freaks in this. In your opinion, with Gronk, what do you think is the number one thing that he has? What's the number one thing that Gronk has? Uh, yeah, I would say his strength and his size. Like he bullies people. Yeah, like Gronk is a bully. But even but even then, he's not the only bully in the league. Honestly, there's something. There's something that separates him though. At tight end, I don't see no his hands. Yeah, his hands it's are his solid. Hands. There was a drive in the Super Bowl where Brady went to Gronk. His, like, the whole drive. The whole drive. The whole he just drive. drove him down the field. Drop, he didn't drop a pass. That's what separates him. That was. It was the first drive of the second half. I yeah, believe. first there's, drive of the yeah, second yeah. half. And I was like, oh my god, they're starting to the right. fight. I was like, there we go. I was like, damn it. There's other tight ends that can push people around. There's other tight ends as big as him. But there is no tight end his size making the catches that he makes. That's true. I mean, Brady throws the ball anywhere. His catch radius is is phenomenal. Yeah, that's I true. don't think there's any other man in league history with his catch radius. Because he's big and he's got hands. So, with this draft class, Megatron. if you're able to find you a guy with hands. Megatron's catch radius was big because he, he had vert. Megatron's 6'5". He had vert. Yeah, Vert. If you give Gronk Megatron's Vert, that's a problem. A huge problem. Who are Brady's targets without Gronk and Amadola? That's what I'm saying. That's a problem. He has Jules. Well, yeah. He still has Julia, Julian Julia, Elliman. Julia, Malcolm Mitchell. He has step Matt, Malcolm Mitchell. Step he Philip still has Philip Dorsett. So he still has the same blueprint, which is the shifty, quick mm-hmm. option. Oh, and, y'all, and y'all just signed uh, Jordan <laughs> Matthews. Yeah, oh, well. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If y'all yeah, yeah. find a way to get Odell, like y'all was saying on that one podcast, that'd be pretty disgusting. It would be. Yeah, it would be. It would happen for a year. I'm telling you. Yeah, it would. It would. It would. It would only be for a year. It'd be an experiment. Just like everybody else. That was like when when, when Randy Moss years. went to the Patriots. Randy Moss had two routes with the Patriots. Yeah, he had two years. Fly post, and they were flawless every time. <laughs> Fly post. So, um, you know. Speaking of a couple episodes ago, a few episodes back, we were talking about concussions and how, you know, there is this newer helmet that has been proven to limit concussions, but a lot of players just... Aren't feeling it. Yeah. That Will Smith movie messed the league yeah. up. Like, that opened a lot of people's eyes. So, the league up. the league has officially banned lower-performing helmets now, which is going to affect about 200 players. So, so now that... They've they've banned these lower performing helmets, so now these players aren't gonna have a choice. The helmets that they're comfortable with. Yeah. yeah. So the Pretty ones much. that like like Tom Brady's for one, he's been playing with the same kind of helmet. He's no longer allowed to play with that type of helmet anymore. That sucks. Yeah. Well, you know the the bottom line is is that I mean these things are gonna happen. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it is interesting though because it is going to affect a lot of people mentally too. Because yeah, I think some of these people have played with the same type of helmet since high school, college. So you know how superstitious athletes are. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a mind fuck for a few of them. I mean, does the league care? No, of course not. Oh, oh, this, this influx of players. Nor, nor should they when you're it comes about, to this. You're not about to wear your favorite helmet and then knock yourself out 
and then try to sue me later. Yeah. And I'm over here give you opportunity to avoid that. Like, no. I don't care what you got going on. And I think they're trying to prove to people that they actually care about these people too. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, we we fail to realize that some of these big hits that we're seeing are, are car accidents. This is what's happening. They're, they're car accidents over and over and over and mm-hmm. over and over. Crazy. And they've been over, doing this since over, like over again. football since they were like six, right. seven. Word. Over and over again. I, I think I've, 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 I've mentioned that enough. Was it? Is it over and over again? Over and over and over and over and over again. Bet. So you know the 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 facts of the matter is is that at some point matter? in time, that's what about the matter of facts. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> now what it boils down to is that eventually, you get enough injuries, it's grounds for you to really like slow a league down. Mm-hmm. It is. It's enough. If you get enough players to really sit here, and 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 be like, look, like we've had enough of it. Things can get shut down. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, EA Sports NCAA football got taken off the shelves. For real. The realest football game ever been. Just because there was enough players around to literally sit here and be like, all right, we're not getting paid for this. Yeah, like, take this off. And, like, what's crazy is, is that I remember a couple of, of coworkers of mine when I was working at the Boys and Girls Club way back in the day, way, 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 way back. They were athletes themselves, and they weren't really a part of the case, but there was a letter that came out and was like, oh, well, if you support it, you know how it goes when it's like one of those big things. You sign the piece of paper and ask for your compensation. One of the guys played for like a big D1 school and got a check for like 3,500. And then another guy played for like a D3 school and they sent him a check for like 300 bucks. 350. So it was like, even he was sitting there with a $350 check and was like, I don't know if it was worth losing NCAA football <laughs> for $350 check. <clears throat> but what it tells you is you get enough people to realistically get up and be like, yo, these concussions is ridiculous. Concerned wives, family members, yeah. moms, dads, uncles, aunts, and say, look, like this CTE thing is serious. This is happening, this is happening, this is happening, this is enough. And you get a good enough lawyer, and you get a good enough amount of money, then you get the Supreme Court involved in it. There's things that could happen, and that's a tarnish to the league that is already being tarnished over the past couple of years. Especially with this race stuff. So it's like, all right, so now we're going to deal with race and health? Oh, man. And they actually actually get beat up. Um, Me and D, well, D's nephew, my... I'm married into the family, so it's my nephew-in-law. But he um he just committed to a university in Miami. He plays on D-line and O-line. And there are times where he comes back from the game and he, like, the next day he's crying because his body hurts that much. And he's, like, during the game, like, his adrenaline. Shout out to Willie. He's going to listen to this with me in the morning. But, like, during the <laughs> game, he's, like, the adrenaline keeps him going. So every, like, bruise and everything he gets, he doesn't feel it in the game because, like, that adrenaline's keeping him going, but the next morning he wakes up and sometimes his body is so bruised that like he's just crying. And he plays both sides of the ball, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, la- last year they <laughs> they held him back a little. They only had him play O line. He's only a sophomore, so he got a couple more years left. But he's been working out for both D line and O line. But even just playing O line, he's like his body just be killing him sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the life of an O lineman. That's why they get paid so much. 
What? Yes, sir. But I heard O lineman contact isn't as bad as like running backs and linebackers because the distance that you're hitting each other is is shorter. Whereas like a running back, you run it like full <laughs> speed, and yeah. somebody just come and smack you. Like, and you're not, and they're bigger than you. Yeah, the people that you're running into consistently. Car crash over and over yeah. and over and over and over <laughs> and over and over again. I couldn't imagine running into Clay Matthews. Wow. Imagine so running into Clay Matthews just one time. So imagine, imagine running into Clay Matthews, and that was your third rush, and your coach told you, "Oh, you're running the ball at least twenty times today." So right before you rush into this, oh, I was about to say some stupid shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> what were you gonna say, Bidaw? In, in Philly, we got four solid, solid guys. Yeah, and when once Darren Sproles comes back, so one of them's gonna have to go. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, one's gonna have to go. Honestly, I think they'll probably let Darren Sproles go. Yeah, like, they, I let Sproles go. I love Sproles though. He's been he's been with us for a little while now. But y'all, guys, like but the others have such a good dynamic point. though. Like, yeah. if y'all hold on to him, and they have good chemistry too. If, I've seen like mic'd up um, videos on YouTube, like a and Clement, like going back and forth. Them niggas actually like they enjoy being around each other and they love like competing with each other, having each other on their team and stuff. I mean, if they're able to keep all that in the backfield, I just want to know how they're able to do it. I need to see their books. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, last thing I really wanted to talk about, you know, the draft is uh, next week. The draft. Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, it was interesting. I was watching uh, the NFL Network. Uh, no, they're not paying us for this this plug. Hey, shout out uh, to the NFL Network who doesn't listen to our podcast. Um, so, <laughs> Rich Boston's Golly. Oh, guys, rookie mistake, rookie mistake. <laughs> Jet knocked the mics. People rookie mistake. All kinds of craziness. Rookie mistake. All right. So, so basically, um, they were talking about how hectic you know, like the the draft war room is, or whatever that you want to call it. And um, they've been running scenarios every day of situations that could happen just to give people like a perspective of it's not really as easy as, okay, we want this person because they're the best. So today they did the Indianapolis Colts and like they showed, because they're pick number six, they showed, okay, these are the, the six people, the five people that have already been taken. Now go. So one person is playing the coach, one person is playing the GM, one person is playing the owner. They start discussing who they want. Middle of the conversation, while they're on the clock, in the middle of the conversation, phone rings. Hello, this is so-and-so from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we want to trade you your number six overall pick for the number 21, the number 20, whatever, and our second round number whatever pick. So now they're like, okay, so we can get rid of number six and we can get like 12, 20, and whatever. So as they're thinking about that and discussing that, another phone call comes in. Hey, this is the New York Giants. We'll trade you your number six overall pick for Odell Beckham Jr. Let us know. So now they're like, okay, so now we're not even necessarily thinking, do we want to trade? Do we want to pick somebody? So it's like a million different choices they're having to make at once. And I didn't realize how hectic. I really didn't realize how hectic that shit could be. So, yeah, the reason reason why the war room is so hectic is because, you know, first and foremost, like the time is so short. Yeah, it's like three minutes. And, and and the thing is, is that when you're thinking about that time, you got to ask yourself too, like, you got to play chess. I have a lot of now. Because if you... <laughs> because if like, yo, hurry up, bro. Why are you taking so long? <laughs> For <laughs> real. So if you, if you have... 
if you have a team that's offering you something, you got to look at it and be like, yo, okay, like long term, is this a good move? Because remember, the Dallas Cowboys in 1989, 1990, they traded Herschel Walker practically for three Super Bowls. Mm. They traded him to the Minnesota Vikings after he had a pretty solid year. I think he might have went to the Pro Bowl that year. And they traded him for like seven or eight draft picks that pretty much set up. I mean, with those draft picks, they got Troy Aikman. They got Emmitt Smith. They got uh, um, Michael Irvin. They got also, I believe, Darren Woodson. So they got their whole 90s team with one player. So sometimes you really got to assess the situation and be like, all right, like even if it's like Odell Beckham for a number six, like you got to sit there and be like, all right, so is our system going to be enough for us to really get the most out of Odell? Just because he's good doesn't mean he's good for our system. Like, Indianapolis Coles, if you pick him up and you put him on the Coles, you're looking at it like, okay, well, he's leaving New York to come to another New York situation. Like, I mean, we got T.Y. Hilton, so, I, I mean, I, I guess it could work. Mm-hmm. But now we got to find out, like, okay, so, so what quarterbacks do we have available? Can we trust Brissett to really right. be that guy do, to or, get the ball where we need it to be? Or is Luck even going to come back? Right, or do we want to invest in this offensive line and draft offensive exactly. line? Exactly. Like, so it's, it's it's the thing that... But you, they probably already have a lot of that stuff. They have it. They have they have a, a a gist of what they want to do, but the thing is, is that when players go and when things start coming in, because think about it, what we what we don't realize with with football, unless you coach, and this was my first year coaching, and that's mm-hmm. when it started making sense. Football as as a team sport is so massive that we fail to realize just it's it's teams within teams. Because you got your offense coordinator, you got your defensive coordinator. Then under that, you got your O-line coach, and you got your receivers coach. Then you got your quarterbacks coach, and you got your tight ends coach. Then on the defensive side, you got D-line, you got linebackers, you got safe, you got corners. And some go as far as to even splitting the coaches between corners and safeties. Because that's two completely different positions. Two completely different techniques. Right? Because you got some teams that got seven corners. And then you got some teams that got like four safeties. So now you're running different schemes. So like, all right, what happens if we come out and we got one safety up high and we put out five defensive backs? How are we going to set that up? So you got all these different strategies and we ain't even bringing special teams. So now when you're looking at stuff and you got your linebacker coach who's at the crib and he starts looking at footage that he didn't see before, like a Khalil Mack, and you're like, listen, I know he played for this conference but i'm telling you this is our guy and he starts sending you footage and you're looking at this footage and you're like this kid is nice but then you got the ones who are just like i don't know i don't know if he's the one man this is the middle american conference i think they they play sorry but just to piggyback i think that could be a similar situation for shakeem griffin this year absolutely it could be it could be the same thing for for Josh Allen because yeah. people ain't even looking at the downside. People are so caught up with where they play with Carson Wentz. Oh, Carson yeah. Wentz is really where where like quarterbacks are going to start either eating or is just going to fall out. What people don't realize about Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz 
is a once in a generation player. Like I feel like a lot of people didn't watch enough Eagle games to see some of the things he was doing. I love how they compare him to Ben, which is cool, but Big Ben has always been like slow. Like hands get put on him and he's able to like overpower it, get out and make a play. Carson Wentz doesn't get touched. Mm-mm. He doesn't. And that was, that was one of the things that they were saying against him, too. I remember his first season, his rookie season, his first three games, he took off. Like, he had a great debut. And then they were like, once they start putting pressure on him, then he was going to start folding. And he did a little. But yeah. then, like, this year coming back. He picked it up. This year so coming back, he was this is These are the situations you got to think about. Even if you're picking Josh Allen number one pick. You got to realize, okay, we get that he's going deep a lot more than your average quarterback, but he's still severely below average for completion percentage. And it wasn't like he put up miraculous numbers while playing for Wyoming. Yeah. Who did they play? Who did Wyoming play for you to not have 40 touchdowns and 4,000 yards passing? Were your receivers that trash? I thought a quarterback made a team. Josh Allen might hypnotize you though, because like just watching that man throw a seventy-yard pass. Oh well, anybody can is ridiculous. Thing, it is, it is. But the thing about it is, is anybody can throw a seventy-yard pass if if you got enough blocks and if you got the right scheme. But the fact of the matter is, is if you start throwing bodies at him, is it still going to be the same? You know what I mean? Can he so, throw that seventy-yard pass off his back foot with a the defensive end in right, his face? Right, right. So, <laughs> so you got to think like think about it. Think about the last five minutes, the last eight minutes probably, that we just spoke about all these what-ifs and rhetoric. All that has to be fit into two minutes. Two. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's it's a lot. And it's not just one person making the decision. Realize you just said it's the GM, the owner, and the coach. God forbid that all three aren't on the same page. They usually have like a team <laughs> of people in there, though, don't they? Yeah, they be having like they, yeah, they have a whole team. Yeah, they have a whole squad. They do have a whole team, but the thing about it is, people don't even realize that whole team isn't there just for decision making. Like sometimes while they're making that decision, these people are holding stats. Mm-hmm. Because they're 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 asking like, hey, one more time, what's his completion percentage? Yeah. Some one are, more time, what was his wonder list? Some are holding stats. Some are taking calls from these other yeah, teams that man. are trying to trade us. Yeah, man, like it's 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 crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and the thing is, is like that's why when people are like, oh well, how could they have missed that? That this person would be like this in the league. How do you not miss that? Yeah, because because technically. The NFL is starting to become one of those leagues now. It's it's low key turning into like the NBA, where you really need one good year, mm-hmm. even though you don't have to come out your freshman year. But let's just say like you were all right your freshman year, you spazzed your sophomore year and did just okay your junior year. You're still getting in the league, yeah, because they're gonna sit there and be like, well, his sophomore year was 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 bananas. So maybe we can tap that and and be able we'll tap into that and make sure like. It'll work out. But that, that War Room stuff is, is real. That War Room stuff is really real. Like, what is the name of that movie? Isn't it called? Well, Draft Day? Yeah. Listen. With Kevin Costner about the Browns? Listen, that movie will really let you know what the draft is all about. Hmm. Really. Like, yeah. it's just as hectic as you see in that movie. Like, people are like, oh, it's so dramatic. Nah, mm-hmm. it up. Oh, nah. Day? Draft Day. Draft Day will really give you so Anybody who's listening wants to know what... It's like for a team with a high pick, watch draft day. 
You 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 know what it is. Yeah. It's stressful. Um Yeah. You, you make or break careers with your picks. Think about think about all the dynasties in the NFL. All dynasties in the NFL started with a smart draft pick. Think about it. Steelers, mean Joe Green. Patriots, Tom Brady. Cowboys, Troy Aikman. So it, it all starts with one pick. And it kind of just kind of just goes from there. Yeah. To Eagles. Carson Wentz. They're not a dynasty or nothing like that. Dolphins. But that's right. They get you right. <laughs> oh, God. Death. You. Spazzed. The Raiders. Marcus Russell. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. So he's gonna bring a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna bring a bullshit. That's crazy. Hey, on paper he looked great. Who are the other quarterbacks <laughs> that got picked up in that draft? I don't know, but what about that draft? what about the Bills? EJ uh, Manuel. Bitch. Alright, I'll chill. That's my backup quarterback. The Jets, Mark Sanchez. Ooh, but Ooh. see, Mark, Mark Sanchez went to the playoffs his first two years. He got you the two AFC championships, even though it was off defense hey, and field position. You, hey, you, you might have to put an asterisk next to all that because he suspended four games for PEDs. But Sanchez. Ooh. But Sanchez. <laughs> oh, and he carried the Eagles for a little minute. Hey. You talking about but for, for a little minute? Hey, he was holding us. We might, have to put, we might have to put an asterisk next to all those accomplishments of his. <laughs> No All right, let's, <laughs> help let's go. Let's go through the quarterbacks that was drafted but in the 2007 NFL draft. Oh Jesus! He got Rikishi in, in the, the first <laughs> in the first round. Oh wow, this was trash. Talking about Butt Sanchez? Woo! No, here no. we go. You ready? Oh. Round one, number one, Jamarcus Russell. Jesus. Yeah. That was a great pick, actually. Round one. Hold on, wait. I'm about, to, I'm about to give y'all some names. He was supposed to be the future. Round one, number two, number twenty-two. I was the next one there. Brady Quinn. Ugh. Oh yeah, his little egg lad was way too. He thought he was gonna be yeah. number one. His yeah, trash ass. Number two, pick thirty-six. Kevin Cobb. Oh, Kevin oh, Cobb was God. pretty. He had a solid season with the Eagles, and then they traded him. Yeah, he did. But he, Round two. Pick 40, John Beck. These niggas, I don't even hear them over. Round (laughs) two, number 43, Drew Stanton. All right, all right, all right. Who's the number three pick in that draft? Hold on, dog. Like, overall. Let me at least get to, like, the fifth round. I got y'all. Them niggas ass, I don't even hear them Round three, number 92, Trent Edwards. (laughs) Give me the top five picks of that draft. Who are the top top five picks of that draft? hold on. Time out, bro. I told you, let me get to the fifth round. Curtis Painter, as we about to say next. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Number five, pick one hundred fifty-one, Jeff Rowe. Oh, he's not even alive no more. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my God! <laughs> like, okay, oh, I, boy. I, I ain't never heard of that day, <laughs> day in my life. God. Jordan Palmer was round that six. That nigga probably is oh, gym five. teacher somewhere. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Top ten picks. Number one. Jamarcus Russell. Ugh. Number Damn, two, Calvin Johnson. Damn. What? Number two, we passed him on Calvin Johnson. Oh number, three. number three, Joe Thomas. Bitch. Number four, Gaines Adams. Oh, number five, Levi Brown. <laughs> number six. <laughs> number six. No, offensive tackle. Number six, Leron Landry. Number seven, Adrian Peterson. Damn. Oh, my goodness. Number eight, Jamal Anderson. Number nine, Ted Ginn Jr. 
Number ten, I'm gonna be Okoye. I just want to keep going. Six. I just want to keep going. I just want to keep going because now we're really gonna get to the meat and potatoes of this draft on all the people that yeah, you guys passed, passed up. up. Um, Ready for this? Sick. Here, hold, hold my hand, bro. I could have had like three. Come here, hold my hand. You can, you can. Pick. Listen, you can just grip this hand while I tell you these names. Number eleven, Patrick Willis. <laughs> Number he twelve, like three years, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, well, we number, got him now. <laughs> number, th- number 13, <laughs> Adam Carricker. 14, Darrell Revis. Oh, 15, shit. Lawrence Timmons. Dang. 16, Justin Harrell. 17, Jarvis Moss. I'm just not saying the numbers. Leon Hall, Dang. Michael Griffin, Dang. Ann Ross, Reggie Nelson, Dang. Brandon Merriweather, John Beeson, Anthony, Spes- Anthony Spencer, Joe Staley, Greg Olson. Wow. <laughs> Y'all could have gave up that number one and got like three of them niggas. Oh my gosh, Eric Weddle is in this draft. Damn. Lamar Woodley. Yeah. Steve one thing Smith, about the receiver. Though, is you never know what you're gonna get. Ryan you Khalil Jacoby Jones. Damn, that draft was a bunch of real niggas. Y'all spaz and missed on Y'all a lot of people. Y'all All right. All right. For Jamarcus Russell. Looks good on paper. <laughs> it did. It really did. And there are so many people rooting for him too. They were uh, yeah, so bad. They was rooting for Brady Cooper. Yeah. Who did him? Who got him? The Browns. The yeah, Browns they thought he was about to be Peyton Manning, dude. That nigga's stupid. All right, that's all I got for NFL. Anything else? Nah, man. No. Mm-mm. All right. I got a quick little uh, update for for wrestling. Okay, tell us what's up. Um. So this week was the superstar shakeup that basically shuffled up the rosters a little bit. I'm gonna give you a couple of the key names that went to each uh, side. So joining Raw is Baron Corbin, Chad Gable. He, so he's separated from Shelton Benjamin now. Wow. Shelton Benjamin stayed on SmackDown. Was uh, like staying there for like the rest of the contract? No, it's just until they decide to shuffle it up again, just to keep storylines for us, basically. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Drew McIntyre got called up from NXT. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Natalia, the Riot Squad, which is those three chicks, the one who, yeah, yeah. Anyways, and then Jinder Mahal, who's the U.S. Jinder Mahal, yeah, Jinder Mahal, who's the U.S. champ. And his first match, he had to defend the U.S. title against Jeff Hardy, who won. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, they took the belt away from yep. him quick. Which is great. So, so Jeff Hardy you finally became a Grand Slam champ. You can't be trash out Shut here. Shut up to Jeff Hardy. Yeah. You can't be out here trash in these streets. So joining SmackDown. Belts. Joining SmackDown, uh, Jeff Hardy. Jeffrey so, Hardy. So now the US title's back on SmackDown. They wait Shout out to right. Jeff Hardy. Uh, the Miz, Samoa Joe, uh, the group Sanity from NXT got caught up. Okay. Which is three really good guys. Uh, Big Cass returned from injury. He's on SmackDown. Big Cass. Oscar, The Bar, The Club, and Andrade Cien Almas, who's called. So they move. So they move some. So they move some some talent over to. Yeah. SmackDown. So it'll definitely make for some some fresh storylines and stuff. So we'll, we'll see how. Shit Before goes. y'all go in, I just want to say shout out to Jeff Hardy. He was my favorite wrestler in like 2010, and I don't know if you guys that remember that, but that no, one year. He, he, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, it was 2009 when he fought CM Punk, and CM Punk said, "If I win, you that have to a, stop wrestling." That was a great rivalry. 
And yeah, and I loved it. And I used to root for Jeff Hardy so bad. And then when Jeff Hardy said that was, was that was that when wrestling. Jeff had the full face paint going, pretty much like it was like smudgy, yeah. like yeah. And she, after he she, lost she, that, that's, that's when he was on. That's when he was on drugs. I was done. I was really? like, I ain't yeah, watching yeah, yeah, anymore. Heavy pills. That's why he ended up leaving WWE. They fired him. Yeah, lit. So I he went, so he went to that. TNA. And TNA. yeah, but in 2012, he had a, an epic meltdown against um, Sting, where he was high when he was fighting Sting, and Sting basically like fucked him up real quick, won the match, even though he wasn't supposed to. It was for the title, and like they basically told him, "Hey, you need to go to rehab, or you're done." Bitch. Damn. Yeah. Double yikes. But he's good now. Double yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to hear that he's doing better. Yeah. That's like nine years. Word. Nine years ago. I like that little segment he had with his brother. He was like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, brother. Wonderful. You came from your journey. I'm like, he's really. <laughs> they selling that shit, bro. He's like, oh, y'all funny as fuck. Y'all funny as hell. Yeah, but that's all I got. So, what are we going to next, bro? That's all on you, bro. No, it's not. Just say the next section, bro. Nope. Just say it. I'm not talking about it. Bro, just say it. No. Please. There's two other people here. Somebody better say it Please I hit y'all with a premature umba. No, come on. No, you can't do that, bro. A premature umba. <laughs> come on. <laughs> do you have premature umbas often? Right. I don't <laughs> know. Do I? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. All right. We're moving on to the NBA. The N. Oh, my God. B. I ain't doing it. A. He know he gonna do it. The N A. B A. A A. This is my favorite part though. The button, 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 button. He know he wanted to though. I went to that deep side, bro. Gonna go home and do it in the shower. You gonna do it as soon as he gets in the car? Button, 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 button. Okay, it's out. It's not that guy, you guys. Y'all Y'all so green. Uh, I gotta remember that. What is that? 53 minutes, 20 seconds. Let me write that down. Text that to myself. Shinsuke just hit AJ in the dick again. He's been hitting him in the dick every week. Shinsuke. He hit AJ Styles in the dick again. No, Wendy Williams was at FAU this week. Oh, for taking a tour. Oh, shit. Taking a tour with her son. What happened? And then Big Cass came out and fucked up Daniel Bryan. What's going on? All right, so NBA playoff time. So as of right now as it stands, Boston is beating Milwaukee like 90 to 75 or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, so it's safe, to say, it's safe to say that Boston is about to get this second win. Mm-hmm. So it's about to be 2-0 Boston. Toronto done washed the Wizards. Killed the Wizards. 130 to 119. The Wizards might get. So it's 2-0. I was thinking that, man. Indiana up 1-0. Miami Philly tied up ones. D-Wade hit the hit the freaking rewind button on AI real quick <laughs> and ended the fourth quarter. That I ain't going to lie, ridiculous. though. He had 21 points in the first half. Well, and was, then Ben Simmons was like, all right, let me get him. And he kind of calmed down. Ben, ben Simmons put that clamps on. It was Kevin point. Hart's fault. Yeah, that's, that's what, what that's, that's what Dwayne Wade said. <laughs> Golden Cause State because Kevin Hart was talking shit on the sideline, so he was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna blame Kevin Hart for and that." They're friends too. Yeah, Golden State's up 
Pelicans is up on Portland 1-0. They letting, they letting Steph Curry fly. Yeah. Oh, OKC yeah. is up on Utah 1-0. And Houston's up on Minnesota 1-0. So we're going to play a little game. And um, I'm happy that you have your notepad, Buddha. I'm not going to lie to you. Don't lie to me then, bro. The Rockets better watch out, bro. Minnesota ain't, ain't about to just get... Well, Minnesota, before Jimmy Butler got hurt, was number three in the West. And, like, they were solid at that number three. But, like, Jimmy Butler got hurt, and it was like nobody knew what to do anymore. But now that they got Jimmy back, it's like you're not playing a real, a true eighth seed. That game, they just beat the Wolves in. Wolves was, yeah, Wolves was keeping up. James Harden dropped 44, and they still only won by two. Yeah. Then they go to Three. 104, 101. No, it didn't, but it, it might as well have. So here's here's what we're gonna do. Did win by three? We're gonna we're gonna make this a little fun. I did win by three. And make this a little we're gonna make this a little fun. It's a matter of opinion, but okay. So not only are we gonna do who wins the series, mm-hmm. but I wanna know what the count is gonna be. Bet. That's what I wanna know. What the count is gonna be. Alright? So we're gonna go through each and every single one with one person. Okay. All right. So we'll start with Joe since he's the guest. We'll start in the East, Joe. Okay. All right. Toronto, Washington, which Toronto. is already. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta write these down. <laughs> Toronto. I wasn't expecting this. Now this one gonna oh, be easy. This is why we gotta have agendas, people. You're right. It's <laughs> our, our fault, bro. Our fault. Next All time right. we'll get the agenda person to get it done. All right, no. Oh, shit, that's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so Toronto, Washington. I think Toronto got it 4-0. Nice. Very nice. Can't be afraid to make bold predictions. All right. That's why they got to lose. We've got Boston, <laughs> Milwaukee. I say Boston in five. I'll give Milwaukee one game, but I think Brad Stevens is just showing how amazing he is. Nice. Um, Philly, Miami. This one's hard. That one is really hard. That's why Cause, I'm Because I'm a Heat fan. Uh, I'm going to go Heat in six. Nice. If, it, if it goes to seven, then Philly got it. But that's that's a cop-out. I'm going to say Heat in six. Cleveland, Indiana. Cleveland in six. Hold on, you mother... <laughs> All right, so we got Heat in six. Mm-hmm. All right. So then we got... What was the last one? Uh, Cleveland. Indiana. And you said what? I say Cleveland in six. All right. So we'll keep it east and keep it fair. So we'll go to the east with Dylan. Dylan. So you got, um, who you got with Toronto, Washington? I'm going to say Raptors in five. Raptors in five? Yeah. All right. Raptors in five. Boston and Milwaukee? Say Boston and you was about to say seven, seven, seven. You think it's gonna take seven games? I didn't. I didn't. Hey, say don't seven. sway him in his thoughts. My fault. I didn't say seven. Like, let me finish. We're letting you finish. No, I wasn't trying to let you finish. I thought that series. I'm not gonna lie though. I didn't think I say Boston and six. Okay, I didn't think the series was gonna be as up and down as it is. I think Boston and six because. You think Milwaukee might take two at the crib? Might not, but they might take one at the crib and then one back in Boston. Because Giannis ain't about to just go out like no bitch. True. 
So I think I think Boston in six. True, he's he's been putting up some monster games. Well, I mean it's only been two games, but it's been monster yeah. games. I, I don't know what he's doing. I feel when they get home, that crowd get behind them. They haven't been in the playoffs in a while. Yeah, it's like, true. Okay, he ain't got enough shooters. Cleveland, Indiana. Mm. Ain't that one one right now? One zero. Oh, one Indiana. zero. I think Indiana. Indiana gets it in six. Nice. And Miami, Philly. <laughs> I want to go Miami so bad, <laughs> so bad. This is a D Wade. Philly in seven. Mm. Yeah, if right. it if it go to seven games, Philly gonna I take it. Buddha, what you Buddha, what you got? Uh, Toronto, Washington. I'm going with the Raptors in uh, uh, five. Yeah. Uh, Boston, Milwaukee. I'm going Boston and. I'm going four. Nice. Dang. Austin's gonna sweep. Um, yeah, Miami, Philly. I'm going Philly in seven oh. as well. Um, yeah, Damn, Philly in seven, and then Cleveland, Indiana. I'm going Indy in seven. You got LeBron fucked up. All right. <laughs> you chose Indy too. I don't like LeBron. Hey, you know I don't like LeBron. But you got LeBron. Fuck. You chose Indy. Indy. You chose it's six. In game six and game seven. LeBron's not losing no game seven in the first round. He gonna drop ninety. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he gonna drop ninety and win that Here's game. Here's what I got for y'all. I like got that brow drop down. Right. I got Toronto and four. I've got Boston in five. I got Philly in seven. Because I think the reason why Miami's doing so well is because Hassan isn't really getting all the minutes that he needs. But we're failing to understand that. Philly right now is keeping up with no Embiid. Mm-hmm. The Embiid's going to come court. back. Yeah, we're being He's cheated not about out to of be the out that series here. Yeah, so oh, I, 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 I almost want to say Philly in and, six. And watching the Heat play, bro, but, like, they struggle to get these points. Mm-hmm. Like, their defense is nice, like, though. Like, Wayne Ellington has some seven. crazy threes. Philly in seven. D-Wade doesn't take an open shot. D-Wade does not take an open shot. Like, it goes in, but it's like, damn, like, that easily gets And Cleveland, Indiana. Mm. I also don't think Josh Richardson gonna keep balling the way he is. I just need. I'm gonna say Cleveland in six, man. To continue to Cleveland play six. defense on JJ Reddick, he put the clamps on JJ Reddick last game. Who? Je- uh, Josh, Josh Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, Richardson got his defense is definitely. But bad. JJ showed you he don't need that much space. Like JJ was out there. Yeah, but yeah. that last game they gave JJ no space. There were a couple times where they tried to trap him in the corner. They're like, "Nah, give it to Amir Johnson. Let him take a layup Look, or something." You the ain't problem getting with the street. heat is you can't get them to do that every game. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that Joel and B comes back and Eric Spoelstra plays Hassan Whiteside more. I feel like if Joel and B comes back, he's gonna have to. 
In the first game, Hassan Whiteside only played 12 minutes. The second Why? game, he only played 15. Like, they're keep not him, playing keep Hassan him, Whiteside. I think to keep him ready for when Embiid comes back. I personally think so. Yo, I everybody think. was in foul trouble um, in that game. Oh, yeah, that's, why, that's why he didn't <laughs> that play that was crazy. minutes of the, the second game. He was in foul trouble early. Early, early, yeah. early, early, early. Early, like yeah. bad. Yikes. Bad foul trouble. Like, like three fouls in the first like, half. Like, the game was really chippy, like the whole yeah, game. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. He had a good, I think, but I feel fouls like... in the third quarter. Yikes. And then got to five early in the fourth. Yikes. Like, he was, yeah, that's why he's, but yeah, he, I don't know. So, it's just, I don't think they got enough around him. I think D-Wade going to get tough. Like, unless D, the, the only way they make it, which I hope is what happens, is if D-Wade just blows up. True. And they get Hassan Whiteside in there, and both of them together can pull something. Because everybody else, if you put it on everybody else, it's not going to happen. James Johnson going to try his hardest. That's a baller, but that ain't enough. Especially so, not what Philly got going on. My thing is, I'm not even, like, counting on Miami's offense I'm counting on their defense like Eric Spolstra his defense is low-key underrated like I feel like that's what he prides himself on I feel like that's what the Heat pride themselves on they gonna grind like the first game they kind of felt them out and they were hitting like Philly was hitting crazy shots there was a play where Ben Simmons threw a bad pass it almost was a turnover Marco Bellinelli ended up grabbing it he turned shot and it was just wet the team shot 64 percent from the three-point line. That's crazy. That's you can't let... And then... Players. But then... Miami adjusted last night. The Sixers' three-point percentage was 19. Nobody shot over 50% from the three-point line. Nobody. I think JJ made one for seven. Robert Covington made like one for nine. Like, their, their three-point shooting was horrible. And I think Eric Spolster does a good job of like making those adjustments. That's what I'm counting on. But the scary thing is, is that they made all those adjustments only to win by 10. But they controlled that whole game. Like, Philly started to come back, and they kind of just did what they had to do to keep the lead. But in the second quarter, they took out. Philly only scored 13. <laughs> okay. They just got to keep it up. I just don't trust that he keeping it up. Yeah, I agree. I feel like. I want him to. Hot three-point shooting is something that happens during the season. But, like, the playoffs, I feel like defense is what holds you up. I'm counting on the Heat's defense versus. The Sixers shooting well lights Embiid out. Get out there. I like I like Embiid over White over Whiteside. I do too, yeah. but I feel like it forces them to play Whiteside more, which slows down the game tremendously, yeah. which goes to Philly's advantage, in my opinion. So who you said That's for true. the Pacers one? You said Cleveland and six. Yeah, I say Cleveland and six because my whole thing. I'm looking at Oladipo versus James, and. Again, Oladipo isn't necessarily proven to me. I feel like he's learned a lot watching Russell Westbrook, though. Yeah. He does a lot of rusty things, yeah. which which will go to the next thing I'm going to talk about. But I feel like um, when you talk about LeBron versus Oladipo, I mean, I don't know if Oladipo is going to be able to keep this up. Yeah, but he just... They did this in, in Cleveland. I mean, that happens. It's Game happened to LeBron one? before. Yeah, that's happened. To LeBron? It's happened to LeBron it's before. Happened. Not in the first round. Not in the first round. round. Not in Game 1 in the first round. round. And it was bad. Like It happens. If if he's really if he's really what we're saying he is, then we shouldn't even be stressing it. Honestly, I feel like we've been talking about this since the season started. Like, I think we've all said at least at one point this season that these... 
Cavs ain't gonna do it. Mm-mm. And the Pacers ain't no. They're not a wash. They're not a wash. Like they've been. They they like they like how the Grizzlies used to be. Mm-hmm. As far as the toughness of that team, and then Oladipo is just I don't know what. That Rusty, means, he's having a crazy year. Like yeah. that don't make no sense. I didn't expect this at all. Rusty boy. Out of mm-hmm. All right, so now in the West, Joe, your turn. What's first? Houston, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I say Houston in six. I think it's going to be a dogfight, but I think Houston's going to win like the closer games just because you have Chris Paul and James Harden, and I trust them in the clutch more than I trust Andrew Wiggins. And Jimmy Butler's nice. Jimmy is real nice, but I trust I'm, James Harden. I can never find Jimmy. If they had to go bucket for bucket. I can never find Jimmy in the fourth. Um... Golden State versus San Antonio. Golden State in four. Because Kawhi is a whole... Kawhi's not even with the team. That's a crazy no, Kawhi thing. Kawhi's in New play. York. No, you're not even with the team from all support. You'd be with the team at least. I really feel like they won't let Kawhi play. I feel like Kawhi wants they to play. They've all been Kawhi, begging him to play. If Kawhi wants really? to play. Yes, they've been begging him to play. From what I understand, he he's been frustrated. If like, Kawhi yeah. wants to play. The San Antonio like, organization just as a whole. I feel if Kawhi wants to play and they will hold him back, you'd at least be at the game. They've been they've been clearing him to play. At this point, Pop, when they ask him when Kawhi's going to play, then he's like, well, you're going to have to talk to Kawhi and his people about when he's going to play. Yeah. I heard... Um, that Kawhi, because he's from L.A., he's thinking about making that move to the oh, Lakers. Shit. So he kind of... That would be horrible. What if the Lakers got Kawhi and, and fucking Paul, LeBron? And Paul George. No, oh, that would be ugly. Fuck that whole team. Because I heard Kawhi and Paul George would be a problem. Though. I heard he's yeah. from out there. He is in, from there. In California. And mm-hmm. that he's, he went to San Diego State. He's kind of done with San Antonio, and he just wants to go to L.A. Yeah, he don't, I don't think he wants to play, bro. No, he don't. I don't yeah. think he wants to play. Like, you're not even at the game. That's crazy. You're one of the biggest leaders on that team. You're not at the game. He's also been in an interview saying that, like, he wants to be a spur for life. And it's kind of like this. You sure ain't acting like it. Yeah, this is <laughs> like, where, why aren't you with your team? Yeah, like, honestly, even if you're not playing, like, yeah. why are you not at like, the Like, he's game? still, he's in, I he's in they, New York rehabbing, but it's like, you've been cleared for a couple months now. Yeah. Like, I think it's in your head at this point. Like, it's true. Yeah, they've been said they cleared. Ain't nobody hiding. Yeah, them. bro, like, and that team is just too and, old now. And I think your team doctors have your best interest at heart. They're not going to clear you if they don't think you're ready. Like, right? These are the Spurs we're talking here. Yeah, like. their doctors are amazing. They kept bro, Manu like, and Tony Parker alive for this long. That's oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> alive. I didn't realize him and Ginobili are still playing. I was still on that team. Them. I swore one of them retired. Ginobili, right? It was only Tim Duncan. It was just Tim Duncan. Isn't, isn't Ginobili retiring at the end of this season, though? We swear every year that Ginobili is retiring. Like, you know, it's crazy is Ginobili don't even got the patch anymore because he just went bald. That was yeah. smart. Like, I never thought that patch was distracting. Yeah, I, was, I couldn't take him seriously, bro. <laughs> Portland, New Orleans. Uh, oh, my gosh. That might be the toughest series in this whole playoffs. Come on, Dane. I'm going to go with... Come on, bro. Dane. I really feel like... New Orleans stealing one while Portland is at home is huge. So I'm going to go New Orleans in six, man. And I think uh, Rondo in the playoffs is a different Rondo. Like, he had 17 assists the other night. He's a man. And he was, like, 
all over Damian Lillard. He's locked in. Like, and he only won by two. A lot of people were were getting on the New Orleans organization for not getting help around DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. But like they kept Drew Holiday. They found a way to get Rondo. They got um the 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 best trade they made was getting Miritich. Like Miritich can rebound and he knocks down threes and he opens up the floor so much for Anthony Davis. Like Anthony Davis can do whatever he wants down low. And I feel like that Miritich trade is just making New Orleans like a whole nother level. Like they a whole nother beast. If DeMarcus Cousins was there, <laughs> this team would be I hope he re-signs because them together would be ridiculous, man. I'm going to Orleans in six. OKC okay, Utah. OKC in five. Donovan Mitchell has a foot, foot contusion. contusion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with him being a rookie, like even though it's just his pinky toe, I think that could mess with your balance. No, it's definitely not messing up. I, and I don't think they should force him to play. Like, it's just your first year. Quinn Snyder is doing an amazing job with Utah's defense, but I'm going to go OKC in five. Dylan, you're up. The West is actually easier than the East. Yeah, That's Houston, crazy. Yeah, Houston, Minnesota. I got Houston four. Damn. Golden Damn. State, San Antonio. <laughs> He's doing this on purpose. Golden State in. Four. <laughs> Portland and New Orleans. Portland and four. <laughs> yeah, you really lost. Portland and come on, Dame. Dame, Dame had a horrible like, game the first game. He had an amazing lie. season, but I don't think he's gonna do that again. He ain't no bitch. And Demarcus ain't playing. I say. Portland and seven. Mm-hmm. OKC in Utah. Is Donovan Mitchell playing though? He's to be determined. Yeah, he said he's deciding. At game. least for game two, it would it would only be like a one game. OKC in five. All right, boot up. I got. Um, Oh, you're going to say the games. Good, you got it. No, no, you say the games. I want to feel like I'm part of this. Houston, Minnesota. I got Houston in five. Golden State, San Antonio. Golden State in four. Portland, New Orleans. I got Portland in six. OKC in Utah. I also have OKC in five. All right. So I'm I'm, I'm being a little edgy here because I just want to be edgy with the West. This guy. I've got... Houston in four. Just swear he want to be different. <laughs> and, uh, got Houston in four. I got Golden State in four. So you're basically copying Dylan right now. Nope, I'm Sounds not. Good. I've got New Orleans <laughs> in six. So you're copying Joe. Sounds good. And I've got OKC in four. Oh, renegade. Yeah, you know me, bro. <laughs> You know me. Going Ooh, we got a badass going over here. Little, going a little edgy, you know what I'm saying? I'm going off, going off center, man. I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought Houston was easily going to take the finals this year. But when I look at their road to the finals, like they have to play Minnesota in the first round, which isn't going to be easy, in my opinion. Even that win last night wasn't easy. And then like, if OKC 
beats Utah, they have to play OKC in the second round, which isn't going to be what, easy. Wait, what seed is OKC? OKC is number four. So OKC would see as of, as it, as it stands right now, OKC would see Houston. Right, OKC would see Houston, and then if Houston uh, wins that, they got to see Golden State after that. That's the toughest road to the finals for any. It is a really tough road. And like I know, I feel like Russ just wants to come for heads. Like when the last game they played against Houston, I guess James Harden was getting off, and he legit told Paul George like, "Yo, go find somebody else. James Harden is mine." And then like deed up James Harden and like killed him in the final few minutes. I feel like right, the the best thing that happened to Golden State was OKC not falling to that seventh spot. Because mm-hmm. OKC would have tore them up without <laughs> that would have Russell been. Westbrook. You mean the number six spot or seven? No, you are six. Yeah, seven. Yeah. I Russell how many Westbrook turns into a different man. When he sees Kevin Durant's face, and like I didn't even realize it, Russell Westbrook averaged another triple double this yeah. year. Yeah, the re- the reason being, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Russell Westbrook is might be the all around best player in the NBA, in my opinion. So let's let's speak, let's the, speak on this. The only reason why I don't take him over LeBron is because of basketball IQ. There are times where, like, he's so aggressive he's that dumb, he makes dumb, dumb shit. He yeah. makes dumb decisions. So what do you think is the reasoning? For certain players leaving Russell Westbrook and putting up better numbers. I You wanna go first? No, or? you go ahead. Go ahead. I think in Oladipo's case, he learned from Westbrook. Cause he had Orlando pretty much to himself. Yeah. And like he came to OKC and he learned like and he even said it in an interview. He was like, you know, I watched Russell Westbrook, I watched his mentality, I watched how he practiced. I watched how he took care of himself, like how hungry he was, and I kind of just took it and ran with it. Like he transcended this year. He could easily be the most improved player of the year. Who Oladipo? Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. That nigga's year. And crazy. like he, That's he why gave I feel like credit. The, the Cavs might not win this series. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, gave credit to. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Cavs lose this series. I wouldn't be shocked either, but I just I feel like going against LeBron is like going against Brady at this point in the East at least. But Oladipo even said it like he learned from Westbrook. I think with Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's play style just fits better with the team effort. And I feel like Russell Westbrook is kind of one of those players where it's like you going to have to stand on the side. And, like, watch me work. And Kevin Durant wants the ball to move and everything and things of that nature. So, like, his play style kind of just flourished with Golden State more. Mm. Here's here's what I'm going to say. And and do you want to add to that? No, no. Dylan, you want to add to this? Nah. All right. So, this, this, is, what I'm, this is what I'm going to say. I brought it up the way that I did is because usually that's what people say. I will have to... Say that if you look at Durant's best statistical year, which was the year he won the MVP, mm-hmm. he won it with with Russell. Now, what I believe is going on with the whole KD Russell thing is, I think KD wanted to show more of his game, and he knew at Russell he couldn't do that. Right. With Russell, he was uh, off the screen. I'm a shoot. I'm gonna get the ball in the post. I'm in the mid, like. I'm not bringing the ball up. I can't be at the top of the key because obviously that's not where I'm at. So, like, 
I think he wanted to go somewhere where he could do that. And people are like, oh, well, why would you go to the Warriors? If you look at the Warriors and the way they're set up, nobody on that team really is a top-of-the-key kind of guy. Because even Curry, Curry prefers the wing. Mm-hmm. He prefers wing play. He likes he likes to do his little thing on the wing, and, and usually Thompson's opposite him on the other wing. Mm-hmm. And that's usually how they, how they do what they got to do. That team is so productive and efficient because they've literally got people who can kill you from all angles of, of, of the court. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's that. The same thing with Oladipo. Oladipo definitely learned. Surge, people are saying Serge Ibaka is more efficient. I think it's what happens when you go on a better team. Right. I mean, I think the Raptors are better than, than, the, than the Thunder. And not just not just starting five, I, I think their bench is good. When you can take anybody on your bench and just insert them into the starting lineup and they play just as productively as they did when they were on the bench, you got you a pretty good team. It's a pretty good situation that you found yourself in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with like Harden, Harden and Westbrook could have actually worked had Harden been the way that they got they got rid of him quick. Yeah. I think Harden Westbrook would have been they a problem. They had he was gone quick. It was man. between him and Serge Ibaka who they were going to give that last contract to, and they kind of jumped on Serge Ibaka thinking they need a big man, and they kind of just let Harden Be- go. Reason why I say Harden Westbrook could have worked is because. Chris Paul's game isn't that much off of um, Russell Westbrook's game. It's just Russell Westbrook is a lot more 0 to 100. Yeah. I'm in your face. But Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook kind of have the same isolation game. They do. They, they they get to the basket. They find an open man. And and, it's, and that's the way that they get their productivity as far as points to assist. Mm-hmm. So I can see Westbrook and Harden definitely working. Um, as far as like... George and Anthony, I think it's tough to adjust to somebody like a Russell Westbrook. But if you can, if you're able to play that system and just kind of just let him do his thing and you kind of just float a little bit and take these shots, you'll be fine. Paul George hit eight three-pointers. Yeah. But eight. I, I can't beat Paul George on 2K, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's a monster on 2K. every shot, bro. And when he drives to the hole, he's dunking on anybody. That's Paul George has, a, has an extremely complete game. And I think that his ability to be able to mold to Westbrook's game is going to be key. And the thing about it is, too, what I what I realized in that in that win against the Jazz was I like the fact that they took Westbrook off the court and kind of let Paul George do his thing for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah, Paul George had the court to himself, and he was out here spazzing on anybody one of these buckets. Oh, yeah. Mitchell, it's you, or that's nothing. Buckets. Oh, Angle, you want this too? Oh, that's great. Buckets. Or now you're sending a big man on this switch. Oh, that's really not a problem. Step back. Whoop, whoop. Buckets. It's whatever you really want. I got buckets for days. Are you hungry? His I, handles I have are it sauteed. Nice I have it grilled. I have it pan seared. You want buckets? I can feed you. Right? Carmelo Anthony's definitely falling into his role like, okay, I'm going to stay. I'm, I'm going to kind of move away from the post a little bit. Right? You can hit me in the post here and there, but I'm going to try to float too. So I think if if the Thunder could try to manage it for one more year, try to bring these guys back around, it could be a better turnaround next year. I mean, honestly, they could make <laughs> something happen in the playoffs. They could make something happen next they year. They really could make something shake in the playoffs. I I just get tired of what they say about Russell Westbrook. 
But what everybody fails to understand is the reason why we say what we say about Russell Westbrook is not anybody's fault but the media. Mm-hmm. The media really has Russell Westbrook out as this like rebellious guy and whatever the case may be. And it's like, how? Because he don't like the media. He like, hates stupid <laughs> questions more than anything. Yeah. Like, they'd be asking him dumb shit and he'd just be like... That's, honestly, they'd be asking questions that they ask other people. And he's the only one that responds that way. I mean, yeah, he, 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 he makes sure he makes you respond. Like, if I think I'm responding to the media like that, and it's like, what's the point of me coming out here and doing it? I'm te- they're telling me to come ask you these questions. Like, what do you I, want me to do? I think the difference is also is that he he does try to make him feel stupid. Off topic, Boston just beat Milwaukee one twenty. I think I think on that, by that, 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 that I think by that same I think by that same token though, how you said like the media, they're told to ask those questions. Well, he's told he has to go talk to the media, so it's like, yeah, but that don't mean size me. They're asking <laughs> questions. Yeah, like, well, they're asking I'm questions. I'm not like you, like, hey, Russ, why are you ugly? They're, they're, <laughs> well, they're asking questions they don't want to ask, and he's answering questions he doesn't want to answer. Like, I just feel like Russell Westbrook don't care about nothing, no. nobody, anybody's feelings. He's gonna he's come gonna and get it, well. get it how I gotta get it, and that's it. Like he yeah, don't care he who's on his team. I could have the second best player in the world on my team, and Kevin Durant. I'm not deferring to him. I'm the best player on this team. I don't care. Don't ask me no stupid question because I don't want to answer it. And I just feel like that's Russell Westbrook's mentality. And people don't yeah. like that stuff. He's not. He's not going to sit not here the, and, he's and not the sugarcoat only one that's, stuff. He's not the only one that's generally rude to the press. Like, have you seen some of these LeBron James pressers when they're asking him a question like, "Oh, why do you feel confident going into Game Two? Because I'm the best player in the world. That's why." <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And then they said, you know, do you feel nervous about going in for the first time, like down one zero in the first round? He's like, well, you know, a couple years ago I was down three one, so I don't think you know you need to be asking yeah, me if are, I feel nervous. Those are like, stupid questions. That's what we're saying, though. They say, Russ, did are... you lose tonight or did they win? <laughs> I mean, what? But that question means like, do you I feel mean, like you beat yourself? I mean, to be honest with you, that's not, that's yeah, not those questions, the, question, the questions that they're asking aren't necessarily stupid questions. I think his reaction to it wasn't because it was a stupid question per se. I think it was more or less because it's like, do you really think I'm going to sit here and tell you that we lost this game? I mean, some players will. And some players are freaking idiots. because Chris Paul do it all the time. Listen, he did it. He did it with the Clippers. And you wonder why the Clippers never got out the first round. Because he said that we lost it. Yeah. I don't think there's anything Clippers had a lot of injury troubles. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that your team but let's lost be this real. game. Like, let's be real. If we make enough mistakes, we can lose ourselves the game. And in, I can admit to that. Like, in we the, missed all our shots. Underst- open. Understood. But before I even get to your point, in this one season alone that Chris Paul is with this Houston team, you see more team chemistry with Chris Paul than any of his years in, in L.A. That's true. I mean, and practically any of his years in New Orleans. But I feel like I mean, you winning. Chris you Paul has yeah. to like distribute, too. There's so many more people to share the ball with in Houston. Whereas in with, with L.A., it was a whole lot of we were watching Chris Paul dribble and wait until he makes something happen. Like, Understood, but you still, you still polarize yourself. And point guard is one of those positions where you don't really want to polarize yourself. Like, even though the media don't like Russ, his team like him. He do some things that might not be the best. Like, I ain't going to lie. 
There was a play where he definitely boxed out Carmelo Anthony for a rebound. <laughs> like, it was kind of crazy. And, and I mean, there was plenty of ways to take that. Like, people would take that and be like, oh, he's patting stats. How I look at it is, if you got a guy who's all go all the time, like a freaking right at the, right at his prime puppy, then what do you think he's going to do? He's going to see the ball. Oh, ball, ball, ball. Fast break. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like Carmelo getting the ball. Carmelo getting the ball. Carmelo ain't no fast break. It's an outlet pass anyway. So let me help you. Let me get rid of this outlet pass. Let me get this ball. Let me run down the court. Paul George already down there. We'll meet you at the finish line, bit off. I'm out. So, I mean, I think that, again, like I, I, I always hated questions like that. I get the purpose of the question. Right. But asking something like, oh, well, you know, you do you think like, you know, you, you guys won. You, you feel like you guys lost this game or, or they won that game. I mean, realistically, I know as a teammate, if I'm sitting here listening to this interview and that question is asked, I'm looking like... Especially if you just lost. You're probably hot, like... No, oh, we lost that... Man, I'm not sugarcoating nothing, bro. If we <laughs> lost... You know a game when y'all was just trash. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not finna size up. I'm like, even if I'm trash, too, like, I'm not finna say y'all, but as a team, yes, nigga, we lost this game. But I feel like... We Westbrook wasn't doing none of this stuff. Like, we was... We, like you know when your team comes out, you had a great week of practice, blah blah blah, and then you come in the game and nothing that you're doing, like it's nowhere near the energy that you did all week, or none of the stuff is connecting like how it was all week, and you're like you're watching this team beat you, and it's like Yo, these niggas not real, like they're doing fool shit, and we just being trash. Those there's those type of games where I'm not gonna sit there and say they got it. Like no nigga, we lost that. We'll see you again, but we lost that. Like, y'all ain't get that. Oh, no, I feel like Westbrook's one of those competitors. Yeah, don't fly with that. They're not going to sit there and be okay with just giving somebody a win. Some people are really going to sit there and be like, it don't matter if I went over 25. It's not because of them I went over 25. What you talking about? Then what is it for? Who is it? Because who's who is it that... Me. Exactly. So we lost that game. Yeah, but I'm not letting... I'm not letting you know that. Why would I do? Why would you I? You have to let you know. You saw it. But why would I? But I'm conceding the L to you. I want to be the one to say I'm in control of that. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm just saying, like I call a spade. I call a spade a spade. Not everybody calls a spade a spade. Some people just ain't gonna sit there and just be like, oh, I call okay. a spade a club. Spades What's up? Do look kind of like. Day, I feel like, bro. The only dumb questions you can ask is like. Like, buddy that asked Chris Paul that stupid-ass question. Like, Do you, you think, think you're going to make it tomorrow? to Game 7? Yeah, like, you think you got, you think, you think, you think, it's like, what you want me to say? Was that? Was that going to make it to Game 7? And he's like... What you think, man? Like, You've been doing this for a long time. That's, that's exactly a stupid <laughs> question. Like, asking a player if he thinks his team is going to make it, that is a stupid question. That that's a, a question where question. you could be the teammate and be like... Because it's like, nigga, you don't think we're going to win? Like, what are we coming in to work for then if right. you don't think I we have a chance? I hate losing. That's a dumb question. I hate giving L's. I wouldn't do any of that. Even even if it is my fault. Nah. Ain't lose that game. About that. Yeah, I'm, not give, bullshit. I'm not giving it. I don't care. If you go <laughs> over 25 and don't call and don't take claim for that L, you buddy. I feel like though, as yeah, humble yourself. As a reporter, nah, your job you is to get something out of these people, and mm-hmm. I feel like Russell Westbrook is easy to get something out of. I feel like sometimes they ask him stupid questions on purpose just to see how he's gonna yeah. react. Like it's kind of one of those things where probably you know if you could bother the teacher and like get them to get mad without getting in trouble when you get home, I'm gonna bug the teacher as much as I can. <laughs> it's well, like I they mean, do the same you, thing. They want to see what they can be, get out of this man. If you want to be a logic. 
And you want to bring some logic into that whole thing. I mean, technically, isn't it like the same results? Like, if you lose and if they won. Like, did you guys lose that game or did they win that game? It's kind of like... The results the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's true. What? You asked me this for. They got papers to write. They got an article to put out. Understood. It's just like... You do your job, let me do my job. Like, I have to. Like, if I don't do this, if I don't ask you these questions, and if you don't answer them well enough, I can't get paid. Because I ain't got nothing to write. About I mean, why they could. Lost. All we don't know, like, we can't go through sports and just know, hey, they lost. A word? Bet. I ain't going to lie to you. If I was that if I was that guy. I don't know why. If I was what that happened? guy writing my article, I'd be like, Russell Westbrook was approached asking the outcome of the game and the question was asked blank 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 and the result was dot 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 what y'all explicitive <laughs> are tripping <laughs> I'm out I'm putting all that on the paper and I'm Hell clearing yeah. it no but, like, but sometimes expletive. you gotta think like I'm sorry like, expletive what's the point Yikes. of asking that question like who in their right mind like when they asked Russ the other day like are you stat padding like what player's going to be like, yep, yeah. that's okay, what yeah, I'm that's doing. I'm <laughs> stat padding. I'm yes. trying to get that's, this MVP. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that's, okay, like, he's <laughs> that's like, a, what? That's a, that's a 2K question. Yeah, he was like, he was like, if the ball's up there, nobody want it, I'm going to go get it. Like, what you want me to do? That is so funny. That is Am too I funny. stat padding? They got yes. Shane Larkin looking like he and UM again. I mean, at the end of the day. I think that's obviously a misunderstood individual. I think that he gives answers that a lot of people give. I feel like there's ruder players in the NBA outside of Russell Westbrook. And I also think that some people are severely mistaken as far as like players being that much better than than when they were with him. You know names that they're throwing out? They're throwing out like Ennis Cantor mm. and Sabonis, the rookie. Mm. I was like... What about him? I can name some up, players who, more who efficient left and better numbers in in Indiana than he was in OKC. Uh, I can name a couple players who left and were trash. Jeremy Lamb, easy. Uh, Ken, uh, not Kenny Martin. Was Kevin Martin was, was basically was falling out the league. Yep. Jeremy Lamb was trash there. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna be trash somewhere else. That's just that's just where where it boils down to, man. Westbrook just don't defer to anybody, man. That might be one of his biggest issues. I'd like to see him on a team with LeBron. And like, no, nah, oh and like, you, you <laughs> play, you play too much 2K. <laughs> no, no, I'm telling you. Could you imagine that? Them coming down on a fast break together? That would be, that's fun. That would be retarded. But <laughs> the one thing I will mention Until too. Until they get in a disagreement about something. Right. The, the one thing that I'll mention too that I think also changed his whole personality. I personally feel like, even though people are like, man, I don't, I don't really think he hurt or whatever. Listen, that man is hurt. KD left him, bro. That yeah, man is yeah, hurt. I think so too. I turns into a monster when he he he, he was hurt, bro. Because you gotta understand, like this was a me and you thing. Like you won your MVP, bro, and you gave me a shout out that practically moved me to tears. Like this was a me and you thing. Like we went to the finals already. Went to the finals what our second year together. Yeah. Come on now. Like th- listen, the sky is the limit. We were one game away. Okay, we blew it. We blew it. Yeah, I might have played a little hero ball or whatever, but I mean, so were you. We blew it, but we was one game away. We was one game away, and you cleared it. To the team that beat you us. You cleared it, and of all teams to join. 
You are the number one free agent in the land. You can go to any team that you want. Any team. I'll let you go to the Celtics. (laughs) Like the Celtics came at you hard. You got in a meeting with Tom Brady and Big Poppy Ortiz. (laughs) With their rings on. Like listen like Boston is a city of champions. I would sit there and be like bruh. Boston sounds kind of sweet, but I ain't going to lie to you. That sounds sweet. But you go to the team that we lost to, and you're okay with it. If Kevin Garnett hid his feelings about Ray Allen, it would be like what Russell Westbrook is doing right now. Easy. And Ray Allen's decision isn't even as bad Honestly, as like, KD. Because yeah. they weren't, they weren't going to give him no money. Mm-hmm. And he, he had to clear it. And the thing about it is, like, I don't blame him. I would have went to the Heat, too. And he was saying that his son, I can't remember what, what his son had, but they, they had specific doctors in Miami, in Miami so that, that were going to help that his son. That swayed his decision. But at the end of the his day, son has, like, lupus or something. Yeah. Regardless of the fact, you're telling me that I got to choose between the LA Clippers. The Memphis Grizzlies. L.A. would have been sweet. Too. The Minnesota Timberwolves. And the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. With LeBron James, Chris Bosh, Fresh Mike Miller, Dwayne Wade, Shane Battier, Birdman. What? You telling me all I got to do is come out the bench and shoot? For a ring? <laughs> I got you. Right, Say less. Literally, all he had to do was catch and shoot. That was, Say that was his job, man. Less. Catch and shoot. He hit the biggest obviously, shot I've ever Obviously, seen y'all weren't that loyal to me. Mm-mm. You're telling me that I got to take a stupid pay cut to stick around for this thing? I'm wishing you, you feel me, but y'all boys wasn't working with me either. Like, it almost sounded like Kevin Garnett was a little selfish after he got his check. He got his check. Paul Pierce got his check. And it was like, hey, man, if you believe in what we got, you got to come back. Man, you crazy. You getting paid. Nigga. Miami had a thin, about, thin salary you, cap, and they still gave Ray Allen more money than how about you give did. me? How about you give me some of your check then? How about that? How about you do that? If we, if you really believe in this thing, restructure your shit. And then do <laughs> some, do some. I can get some. Do right. some. What's really good? So I think like Westbrook's whole demeanor changed after that. Just to go back to what we were talking about, I really feel like he hurt, and it's not even no hurt like. You see him and it's just like, oh my gosh, like what that? I, I feel like it's really like a damn, like that's re- that's really what we do. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is what we do, bro. Like you, you, we were in this, bro. Like it's me and you. Like we already lost, we lost one. This was me, you, and this guy. This guy was about to go get this MVP. You got yours already. They had three MVPs on the same team. At one time. That job's wild every Young. time you think about it. No, no, it's even crazier. OKC messed up. Bad. What's even crazier is... And, and this is three of them niggas. Right. And this is just the NBA historian in me, low-key. I miss the Seattle Supersonics. And you know what's crazy? If James Harden don't lead that team, they probably don't lose to those Warriors. Nope, they do not lose to the Warriors, and they, they win. Stay and exactly they beat. They beat. They beat those Heat teams. They they win at least one yeah. on that Heat team. Yeah, they're not gonna be all. They gonna yeah. They gonna get one. And it would have been just cooler if they were the Sonics. And KD because they'll be a Thunder. People Listen. always forget that the LeBron, Thunder. LeBron still might not have won a ring for Cleveland yet. He probably, <laughs> he he probably stayed in Miami. Wanna. 
Now, yeah, bitch. he might have stayed in Miami. Yeah. Or he might have just went straight to L.A. Now, Shit. anyway. I don't know. I think he still would have left Miami. Kyrie was looking sexy in Cleveland, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's but, like, did there. Kyrie was looking nice in Cleveland. He took so, Kyrie's team. So, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I miss the Supersonics. It would have been cooler to say the Sonics against the Jazz for this series. It would just been cool. To say, and 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 them boys in the green and, and yellow would have been fire. I like I like that color combination. It's a nice color combination. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, it's gonna be definitely interesting to see how how everything's gonna fold out next year for sure. Cause I, I'm kind of interested in, in where people are gonna go and how things are gonna shake up. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. I feel like LA is not gonna end up with anybody. What if LA? What if LA? They're not getting LeBron. They're gonna go after everybody and not get LeBron's going to the Knicks, bro. You want to know why they're gonna get at least two? It's Magic Johnson. We're talking about. That's true. We're not talking about. We're not talking about Phil Jackson anymore. We're not talking about Dr. Jerry Buss. We're not talking about Genie Buss. We're talking about Magic Johnson. Like like Charlemagne says, the man went one on one with AIDS and won. Listen, (laughs) Magic Johnson has the same appeal that Pat Riley does. He's winning. Cause I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like, I'm gonna tell you like this. He He'll eventually lose. You got to think about the meeting that you're gonna oh have. Oh my god, <laughs> that's terrible. I'm sorry. You got to think about the meeting that he has. Like they they set up like how a Pat Riley meeting sets up, right? Just put the rings. And on the, the way table. the way that they say he does it, he comes oh in with the with the suit on. He already has a ring on. Sits down, looks at you, and puts three rings down in front of you. Yo, Magic used to sauce niggas. Yeah, he did. I saw some videos, but I'm like, bro, with his what? passing, he used to cross you with his passing. That's yeah. always bad. So, <laughs> so now you got you got the the element. Not only does Pat Riley look like championships, he Riley has. Got Championships. You Pat can't Riley sit. You can't. You can't, can't sit. sit you can't sit in a meeting, look at Pat Riley, and not be like, "I might win something. I might come to Miami." So now Magic comes up. Magic got the charisma, that laugh, the smile, and if you black, you already know he giving you the big Obama handshake with the hug. He gonna be like, "What's up, brother? You doing good, baby? How the family doing?" You know what I'm saying? I heard you got married a couple years ago. Yeah, you know you got to pick up that check. Don't worry. You know we you can do that research. for you. you Not only can life. we do that for you, I know you see all these trophies behind me. There's only one team that's got more than us. It's the Lakers, baby. Come on now. You know who you want to join. But Listen. LeBron can't do that, bro. You can't go follow. You can't go hop on Kobe's team. Nah, that, that I, I don't feel with like. This, with this mm-mm. whole trio conversation with him and Michael and Kobe, you can't go on Kobe's he team. He already, to me, he already put himself in a different category because... I feel like he was brave enough to go do what was best for him versus letting people steer his legacy. Here's the reason why I say LeBron this. LeBron Chicago. He should have stayed his ass in Miami. No, hold on. Wait. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Kobe could have went to Chicago in 2008. That could have been Kobe and Derrick Rose. Should have, would have, could have. Kobe was already house shopping in Chicago when he got the call from the Lakers and said, hey, we, we, we let go of Shaq. But he was already like, yeah, Chicago's where it's going to be at. Like, we're up there. We're looking at real estate. We're about to make it happen. Whoa. So they took him back. People don't know this, but when Michael Jordan came back to the league, 
he was 15 minutes away from going to the Knicks. Because the Bulls were not going to give him the money that they were asking for. Because they were looking at it like, I mean, you left and won 55 games without you. Scottie Pippen came and spazzed. So clearly we don't need you, BJ Armstrong, doing this thing. We are here balling. So Jordan's like, well, shoot, the Knicks is about to give me this money that I'm asking for. So it's looking like me, Starks, Oakley, Ewing. <laughs> so it's whatever. No, I'm about to win these rings anyway. So Chicago out of nowhere was like, we got this bread. And then he was like, he said, he literally said once he got that, he said the, um, the facts, I'm back. But it's literally 15 minutes away from being like, I'm back this time with the Knicks. Yeah, but LeBron can get that regardless. So, but LeBron, LeBron actually, I feel like with Kobe and, and Jordan, they were like not wanting to leave because something there is like, oh, so you left your team? What? But with Kobe, to an extent, too, they let they let Shaq go. So that played a huge They're part. Like, you the man. They let Shaq, Shaq go. So he was play. like, oh, I'm about to be the man in L.A.? Oh, I'm back. I'm here. <laughs> but LeBron looking at it like, okay, if you're not going to give me what I want, I know who I am. I'm out. Yeah, but exactly. And you was, and people were straight with that. It was soft for a little bit. But people got to get used to him and D-Wade and Chris Bosh. Yeah. To where it's like, if LeBron would have stayed in Miami, people would not be crying. I think they would have championships. And it would still be... Exactly. You'd be able to be on the same level as Kobe and, even and with, Michael. Yeah, and even with hypotheticals like Chris Bosh leaves, but you you get white side. Yeah. Exactly. But you left and Shabazz, went to Miami. And Shabazz Napier. He's balling right now. balling right now for Portland. You left, went to Miami, then left Miami, and now we're talking about where you're going this year. Like, you're about to move again? <laughs> I hope you're not after, you, after you've made the team clear shop. Like you might as well go like, to the Lakers then, because then you really just gonna mess up your whole. I don't want to compare you to nothing. But Cleveland kind of set up so that they're prepared to lose LeBron anyway. Yeah, they, they already they, feel like they money, ain't gonna get him back. Cause that money, yeah. Jordan Clarkson, they picked up a contract. George Hill makes like twenty million a year. Like they picked up some contracts How and they kept LeBron? that first round pick. Hmm? How old is LeBron? LeBron's gotta be 34. 33, 34. He's technically going to be going to his fourth team. Come on, bro. Your legacy... Technically. Already taking a hit. Yeah. Already. It's crazy. But yeah, man. I mean, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year, man. So, you know. I mean, that's about it, man. I think... I think we successfully knocked this episode out of the park, man. I think you kept up, Joe. You did real good, Thank, man. Thanks for coming, Joe. I did what I could Hung for the streets. You know what I'm saying? Is there anything you want to plug or, you know, promote? Um, no, I would just like to make a special request that you guys bring back uh, Bars of Fame. What was it? Was it Bars of Fame? Bars of Fame. Low-key. Underrated Bars of Fame. Yeah, underrated, underrated Bars, bars of, fame. of Fame. All right, next week I got you. Say less. Yeah, me and D have been working on a podcast, but we haven't published it or anything. We just be in there recording, talking mess to each other and stuff. How you hey. like it? Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, let's, let's, it's pretty cool. Let we us might know when you when you got something we can listen to. Definitely. Listen. As long fine. as y'all being like lovey dovey and cute and so I am. Nah, none it. of that. All right, that's good. lit. We talk about a couple of different things. That's, that's cool. I'll like never that. be lovey dovey. Well, let is. us know. You know when when you decide to like publish it and stuff like that. Well, we'll make sure we plug it on here for you. Definitely. Easy, easy. She's asleep, but shout out to to D for hanging out. <laughs> she about to um, ride with me to Sean house. She better wake up. Wake up. <laughs> oh, Sean said what's up. By the way, I forgot to tell y'all. Okay. Uh, Gandhi. Yeah. Flomo. What you up? about to go up to Delray? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, it's sneakers. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, shout out to Sean, by the way. That's a sneaker, man. Get your sneakers right if you really need it. Give me my Tims, nigga. Right. <laughs> okay. So, wow. I gave you my Tims like three years ago, nigga. I need my Tims. So, with that being said, <laughs> Buddha, where can they uh, hit us up if they got any comments, concerns, inquiries on, 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 on the email? What you could you email us at ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. And what about if they want to, you know, catch us on, on, on Twitter? At balls underscore podcast. And if they want to catch us on the ground? At balls underscore sports underscore podcast. So to the dozens. And dozens. Of fans that was listening, man. We appreciate y'all for listening to us. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you riding with us. And, and we love y'all and appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, five stars. Subscribe, 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 comment, this is, this, share, this is, share. Please this, tell your friends about. It. That's the most important thing. You know what? Fuck subscribing. Watch well, you know subscribe. But you know you don't really need the, the five stars in the comments. As long tell, as you just, tell your friends. Tell your friends to yeah. listen to it. Share the, is, share the episode. That's this is part of the show where the music comes on right here, right here. This this right here. So you know. Done. You take a shot this week. Take a shot. Try to get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if you there. We're gonna see if you there. Yeah, man, you already know. We about to clear it on y'all boys, man. Another one in the books. We'll see y'all next time around. Next week, episode 33. Yeah, all right, y'all little scallywags. Yeah, yeah. This man really need to give me my Tim's, bro. Yeah. We don't pop a couple bottles tonight. Yeah, you know how we do. All these ladies in the club, but you know I'm getting funky with you. Selfish, I just want you for my own. It's your birthday. Yeah, you know that it's your birthday. Turn up, turn up, it's your birthday. Yeah, you know that it's your birthday. I got 21 candles on the kick, and it's all for you.